Section 25 of the Book of Household Management. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Belinda Brown of Indianapolis, Indiana. The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton. Recipes. Chapter 10. Part 6. Sauce Allemande, or German Sauce. 509. Ingredients. One half pint of sauce tournée, number 517, the yolks of two eggs. Mode. Put the sauce into a stewpan, heat it, and stir to it the beaten yolks of two eggs, which have been previously strained. Let it just simmer, but not boil, or the eggs will curdle, and after they are added to the sauce, it must be stirred without ceasing. This sauce is a general favorite, and is used for many dishes. Time, one minute to simmer. Average cost, six pence. Sauce Aristocratic, a store sauce. 510. Ingredients. Green walnuts. To every pint of juice, one pound of anchovies, one drachm of cloves, one drachm of mace, one drachm of Jamaica ginger bruised, eight shallots. To every pint of the boiled liquor, one half pint of vinegar, one quarter pint of port wine, two tablespoonsful of soy. Mode. Pound the walnuts in a mortar, squeeze out the juice through a strainer, and let it stand to settle. Pour off the clear juice, and to every pint of it, add anchovies, spices, and cloves in the above proportion. Boil all these together till the anchovies are dissolved, then strain the juice again, put in the shallots, eight to every pint, and boil again. To every pint of the boiled liquor, add vinegar, wine, and soy, in the above quantities, and bottle off for use. Cork well, and seal the corks. Seasonable. Make this sauce from the beginning to the middle of July, when walnuts are in perfection for sauces and pickling. Average cost, three shillings, six pence for a quart. Manufacture of sauces. In France, during the reign of Louis the Twelfth, at the latter end of the fourteenth century, there was formed a company of sauce manufacturers who obtained in those days of monopolies the exclusive privilege of making sauces. The statues drawn up by this company inform us that the famous sauce a la chamelienne sold by them was to be composed or good cinnamon, good ginger, good cloves, good grains of paradise, good bread, and good vinegar. The sauce tense was to be made of good sound almonds, good ginger, good wine, and good verjuice. May we respectfully express a hope, not that we desire to doubt it in the least, that the English sauce manufacturers of the nineteenth century are equally considerate and careful in choosing their ingredients for their various well-known preparations. Sauce à l'aurore, for trout, soles, etc. 511. Ingredients. The spawn of one lobster, one ounce of butter, one half pint of bechamel, number 367, the juice of one half lemon, a high seasoning of salt and cayenne. Mode. Take the spawn and pound it in a mortar with the butter until quite smooth and work it through a hair sieve. 
Put the bechamel into a stewpan, add the pounded spawn, the lemon juice, which must be strained, and a plentiful seasoning of cayenne and salt. Let it just simmer, but do not allow it to boil, or the beautiful red color of the sauce will be spoiled. A small spoonful of anchovy essence may be added at pleasure. Time, one minute to simmer. Average cost for this quantity, one shilling. Sufficient for a pair of large soles. Seasonable at any time. Sauce a la matelote for fish. 512. Ingredients. One half pint of espagnole, number 411, three onions, two tablespoonsful of mushroom ketchup, one half glass of port wine, a bunch of sweet herbs, one half bay leaf, salt and pepper to taste, one clove, two berries of allspice, a little liquor in which the fish has been boiled, lemon juice, and anchovy sauce. Mode. Slice and fry the onions of a nice brown color, and put them into a stewpan with the espagnole, ketchup, wine, and a little liquor in which the fish has been boiled. Add the seasoning, herbs and spices, and simmer gently for ten minutes, stirring well the whole time. Strain it through a fine hair sieve, put in the lemon juice and anchovy sauce, and pour it over the fish. This sauce may be very much enriched by adding a few small quenelles or forcemeat balls made of fish, and also glazed onions or mushrooms. These, however, should not be added to the matelote till it is dished. Time, ten minutes. Average cost, one shilling, six pence. Seasonable at any time. Note. This sauce originally took its name as being similar to that which the French sailor, Matelot, employed as a relish to the fish he caught and ate. In some cases, cider and perry were substituted for the wine. The Norman matelotes were very celebrated. The Bay We have already described, see number 180, the difference between the cherry laurel, prunus laurus cerasus, and the classic laurel, laurus nobilis, the former only being used for culinary purposes. The latter, beautiful evergreen, was consecrated by the ancients, to priests and heroes, and used in their sacrifices. A crown of bay was the earnestly desired reward for great enterprises and for the display of uncommon genius in oratory or writing. It was more particularly sacred to Apollo because, according to the fable, the nymph Daphne was charged into a laurel tree. The ancients believed, too, that the laurel had the power of communicating the gift of prophecy as well as poetic genius, and, when they wished to procure pleasant dreams, would place a sprig under the pillow of their bed. It was the symbol, too, of victory, and it was thought that the laurel could never be struck by lightning. From this word comes that of laureate. Alfred Tennyson, being the present poet laureate, crowned the laurel as the first of living bards. Sauce piquant, for cutlets, roast meats, etc. 513. Ingredients. 2 ounces of butter, 1 small carrot, 6 shallots, 1 small bunch of savory herbs, including parsley, 1 half bay leaf, 2 slices of lean ham, 2 cloves, 6 peppercorns, 1 blade of mace, 3 whole allspice, four tablespoons of vinegar, one-half pint of stock, number 104 or 105, one small lump of sugar, 
one quarter salt spoonful of cayenne, and salt to taste. Mode. Put into a stewpan the butter with the carrots and shallots, both of which must be cut into small slices. Add the herbs, bay leaves, spices, and ham, which must be minced rather finely, and let these ingredients simmer over a slow fire until the bottom of the stewpan is covered with a brown glaze. Keep stirring with a wooden spoon and put in the remaining ingredients. Simmer very gently for one quarter hour, skim off every particle of fat, strain the sauce through a sieve, and serve very hot. Care must be taken that this sauce be not made too acid, although it should possess a sharpness indicated by its name. Of course, the above quantity of vinegar may be increased or decreased at the pleasure, according to taste. Time, altogether, one half hour. Average cost, ten pence. Sufficient for a medium-sized dish of cutlets. Seasonable at any time. A good sauce for various boiled puddings. 514. Ingredients. 1 quarter pound of butter, 1 quarter pound of pounded sugar, a wine glass full of brandy or rum. Mode. Beat the butter to a cream until no lumps remain, add the pounded sugar and brandy or rum, stir once or twice until the whole is thoroughly mixed and served. This sauce may either be poured round the pudding or served in a tureen according to the taste or fancy of the cook or mistress. Average cost, 8 pence for this quantity. Sufficient for a pudding. Sauce Robert, for steaks, etc. 515. Ingredients. 2 ounces of butter, 3 onions, 1 teaspoonful of flour, 4 tablespoons full of gravy or stock number 105, salt and pepper to taste, 1 teaspoonful of made mustard, 1 teaspoonful of vinegar, the juice of one half lemon. Mode. Put the butter into a stewpan, set it on the fire, and, when browning, throw in the onions, which must be cut into small slices. Fry them brown, but do not burn them. Add the flour, shake the onions in it, and give the whole another fry. Put in the gravy and seasoning, and boil it gently for ten minutes. Skim off the fat, add the mustard, vinegar, and lemon juice, give it one boil, and pour round the steaks, or whatever dish the sauce has been prepared for. Time, altogether, one half hour. Average cost for this quantity, six pence. Seasonable, at any time, sufficient for about two pounds of steak. Note, this sauce will be found an excellent accompaniment to roast goose, pork, mutton cutlets, and various other dishes. A good sauce for steaks. 516. Ingredients. 1 ounce of whole black pepper, 1 half ounce of allspice, 1 ounce of salt, 1 half ounce of grated horseradish, 1 half ounce of pickled shallots, 1 pint of mushroom ketchup or walnut pickle. Mode. Pound all the ingredients finely in a mortar and put them into the ketchup or walnut liquor. Let them stand for a fortnight, then strain off the liquor and bottle for use. Either pour a little of the sauce over the steaks or mix it in the gravy. Seasonable. This can be made at any time. Note. In using a jar of pickling walnuts, there is frequently left a large quantity of liquor. This should be converted into a sauce like the above and will be found a very useful relish. The Growth of the Pepper Plant 
Our readers will see at numbers 369 and 399 a description with engravings of the qualities of black and long pepper, and an account of where these spices are found. We will here say something of the manner of the growth of the pepper plant. Like the vine, it requires support, and it is usual to plant a thorny tree by its side to which it may cling. In Malabar, the chief pepper district of India, the Jaka tree, Articarpus and Tagrifolia, is made thus to yield its assistance, the same soil being adapted to the growth of both plants. The stem of the pepper plant entwines round its support to a considerable height. The flexible branches then droop downwards, bearings at their extremities, as well as at other parts, spikes of green flowers which are followed by the pungent berries. These hang in large bunches, resembling in shape those of grapes, but the fruit grows distinct, each one on a little stalk, like currants. Each berry contains a single seed of globular form and brownish color, but which changes to a nearly black when dried, and this is the pepper of commerce. The leaves are not unlike those of the ivy, but are larger and of a rather lighter color. They partake strongly of the peculiar smell and pungent taste of the berry. Sauce Tournée 517 Ingredients 1 pint of white stock Number 107 Thickening of flour and butter or white roux Number 526 A faggot of savory herbs, including parsley, 6 chopped mushrooms, 6 green onions Mode Put the stock into a stewpan with the herbs, onions, and mushrooms, and let it simmer very gently for about one-half hour. Stir in sufficient thickening to make it of a proper consistency. Let it boil for a few minutes, then skim off all the fat, strain, and serve. This sauce, with the addition of a little cream, is now frequently called valu. Time, one-half hour. Average cost for this quantity, six pence. Note. If the poultry trimmings are at hand, the stock should be made of these, and the above sauce should not be made too thick, as it does not then admit of the fat being nicely removed. Sweet Sauce for Venison 518. Ingredients A small jar of red currant jelly, one glass of port wine. Mode Put the above ingredients into a stewpan, set them over the fire, and, when melted, pour in a tureen and serve. It should not be allowed to boil. Time, five minutes to melt the jelly. Average cost for this quantity, one shilling. Sauce for wild fowl. 519. Ingredients. One glass of port wine, one tablespoonful of Leamington sauce, number 459, one tablespoonful of mushroom ketchup, one tablespoonful of lemon juice, one slice of lemon peel, one large shallot cut in slices, one blade of mace, cayenne to taste. Mode. Put all the ingredients into a stewpan, set it over the fire, and let it simmer for about five minutes, then strain and serve the sauce in a tureen. Time, five minutes. Average cost for this quantity, eight pence. Sausage meat stuffing. For turkey, 520. Ingredients. Six ounces of lean pork, six ounces of fat pork, both weighed after being chopped. Beef suet may be substituted for the latter. Two ounces of bread crumbs, one small tablespoon of minced sage, one blade of pounded mace, 
salt and pepper to taste, one egg. Mode. Chop the meat and fat very finely. Mix them with the other ingredients, taking care that the whole is thoroughly incorporated. Moisten with the egg, and the stuffing will be ready for use. Equal quantities of this stuffing and forcemeat, number 417, will be found to answer very well, as the herbs, lemon peel, etc., in the latter, impart a very delicious flavor to the sausage meat. As preparations, however, like stuffings and forcemeat, are matters to be decided by individual taste, they must be left, to a great extent, to the discrimination of the cook, who should study her employer's taste in this, as in every other respect. Average cost, nine pence. Sufficient for a small turkey. Savory jelly for meat pies. 521. Ingredients. Three pounds of shin of beef, one calf's foot, three pounds of knuckle of veal, poultry trimmings, if for game pies, any game trimmings, two onions stuck with cloves, two carrots, four shallots, a bunch of savory herbs, two bay leaves, when like, two blades of mace and a little spice, two slices of lean ham, rather more than two quarts of water. Mode. Cut up the meat and put it into a stew pan with all the ingredients except the water. Set it over a slow fire to draw down, and, when the gravy ceases to fl flow from the meat, pour in the water. Let it boil up, then carefully take away all the scum from the top. Cover the stewpan closely, and let the stock simmer very gently for four hours. If rapidly boiled, the jelly will not be clear. When done, strain it through a fine sieve or flannel bag, and, when cold, the jelly should be quite transparent. If this is not the case, clarify it with the whites of eggs, as described in recipe number 109. Time, 4 hours. Average cost for this quantity, 5 shillings. Shrimp sauce for various kinds of fish. 522. Ingredients. One-third pint of melted butter, number 376, one-quarter pint of pinkle shrimp, cayenne to taste. Mode. Make the melted butter very smooth by recipe number 376. Shell the shrimps, sufficient to make one-quarter pint when picked, and put them into the butter. Season with cayenne and let the sauce just simmer, but do not allow it to boil. When liked, a teaspoonful of anchovy sauce may be added. Time, one minute to simmer. Average cost, six pence. Sufficient for three or four persons. Spinach green for coloring various dishes. 523. Ingredients. Two handfuls of spinach. Mode. Pick and wash the spinach free from dirt and pound the leaves in a mortar to extract the juice. Then press it through a hair sieve and put the juice into a small stew pan or jar. Place this in a bain-marie or saucepan of boiling water and let it sit. Watch it closely as it should not boil, and as soon as it is done, lay it in a sieve so that all the water may drain from it, and the green will then be ready for coloring. If made according to this recipe, the spinach green will be found far superior to that boiled in the ordinary way. Hot Spice, a delicious adjunct to chops, steaks, gravies, etc. 524. Ingredients three drachms each of ginger, black pepper, and cinnamon, seven cloves, one-half ounce of mace, one-quarter ounce of cayenne, 
one ounce grated nutmeg, one and one half ounce white pepper. Mode. Pound the ingredients and mix them thoroughly together, taking care that everything is well blended. Put the spice in a very dry glass bottle for use. The quantity of cayenne may be increased, should the above not be enough to suit the palate. Cinnamon. The cinnamon tree, Laura cinnamomum, is a valuable and beautiful species of the laurel family, and grows to the height of twenty or thirty feet. The trunk is short and straight, with wide-spreading branches, and it has a smooth ash-like bark. The leaves are upon short stalks, and are of an oval shape, and three to five inches long. The flowers are in panicles, with six small petals, and the fruit is about the size of an olive, soft, insipid, and of a deep blue. This encloses a nut, the kernel of which germinates soon after it falls. The wood of the tree is white and not very solid, and its root is thick and branching, exuding a great quantity of camphor. The inner bark of the tree forms the cinnamon, a commerce. Ceylon was thought to be its native island, but it has been found in Malabar, Cochin, China, Sumatra, and the Eastern Islands also in the Brazils, the Mauritius, Jamaica, and other tropical localities. Brown Roux, a French thickening for gravies and sauce. 525. Ingredients. 6 ounces of butter, 9 ounces of flour. Mode. Melt the butter in a stewpan over a slow fire and dredge in, very gradually, the flour. Stir it till of a light brown color. To obtain this, do it very slowly, otherwise the flour will burn and impart a bitter taste to the sauce it is mixed with. Pour it in a jar and keep it for use. It will remain good some time. Time. About one half hour. Average cost. Seven pence. White roux. For thickening white sauces. 526. Allow the same proportions of butter and flour as in the preceding recipe, and proceed in the same manner as for the brown roux, but do not keep it on the fire too long, and take care not to let it color. This is used for thickening white sauce. Pour it into a jar to use when wanted. Time, one quarter hour. Average cost, seven pence. Sufficient. A dessert spoonful will thicken a pint of gravy. Note. Besides the above, sauces may be thickened with potato flour, ground rice, baked flour, arrowroot, etc. The latter will be found far preferable to the ordinary flour for white sauces. A slice of bread toasted and added to the gravies answers the two purposes of thickening and coloring them. Spanish Onions Pickled 527 Ingredients Onions Vinegar Salt and cayenne to taste. Mode. Cut the onions in thin slices, put a layer of them in the bottom of a jar, sprinkle with salt and cayenne, then add another layer of onions and season as before, proceeding in this manner till the jar is full. Pour in sufficient vinegar to cover the whole, and the pickle will be fit for use in a month. Seasonable. May be had in England from September to February. Store sauce or Cherokee, five twenty-eight ingredients: one half ounce of cayenne pepper, five cloves of garlic, two tablespoonful of soy, one tablespoonful of walnut ketchup, one pint of vinegar. Mode: boil all the ingredients gently, 
For about one half hour, strain the liquor and bottle off for use. Time, one half hour. Seasonable. This sauce can be made at any time. Tomato sauce. Hot. To serve with cutlets, roast meats, etc. 529. Ingredients. 6 tomatoes, 2 shallots, 1 clove, 1 blade of mace, salt and cayenne to taste, 1 quarter pound of gravy, number 436, or stock number 104. Mode. Cut the tomatoes in two and squeeze the juice and seeds out of them. Put them in a stewpan with all of the ingredients and let them simmer, gently, until the tomatoes are tender enough to pulp. Rub the whole through a sieve, boil it for a few minutes, and serve. The shallots and spices may be omitted when their flavor is objected to. Time. One hour, or rather more, to simmer the tomatoes. Average cost for this quantity, one shilling. In full season, in September and October. Tomato or love apple. The plant, which bears this fruit, is a native of South America and takes its name from a Portuguese wood. The tomato fruit is about the size of a small potato and is chiefly used in soups, sauces, and gravies. It is sometimes served to table roasted or boiled when green, makes a good ketchup or pickle. In its unripe state, it is esteemed as excellent sauce for roast goose or pork, and when quite ripe, a good store sauce may be prepared from it. Tomato sauce for keeping. Excellent. 1. 530. Ingredients. To every quart of tomato pulp, allow one pint of cayenne vinegar. Number 386. Three-quarter ounces of shallots. Three-quarter ounces of garlic. Peeled and cut into slices salt to taste to every six quarts of liquor one pint of soy one pint of anchovy sauce mode gather the tomatoes quite ripe bake them in a slow oven till tender rub them through a sieve and to every quart of pulp add cayenne vinegar shallots garlic and salt in the above proportion boil the whole together till the garlic and shallots are quite soft then rub it through a sieve put it again into a saucepan and to every six quarts of the liquor add one pint of soy and the same quantity of anchovy sauce and boil all together for about twenty minutes. Bottle off for use and carefully seal or rosin the corks. This will keep good for two or three years, but will be fit for use in a week. A useful and less expensive sauce may be made by omitting the anchovy and soy. Time, altogether, one hour. Seasonable. Make this from the middle of September to the end of October. 2. 531. Ingredients. 1 dozen tomatoes, 2 teaspoonfuls of the best powdered ginger, 1 dessert spoonful of salt, 1 head of garlic chopped fine, 2 tablespoonfuls of vinegar, 1 dessert spoonful of chili vinegar, a small quantity of cayenne may be substituted for this. Mode. Choose ripe tomatoes. Put them into a stone jar and stand them in a cool oven until quite tender. When cold, take the skins and stalks from them. Mix the pulp with the liquor, which is in the jar, but do not strain it. Add all the other ingredients, mix well together, and put it into a well-sealed bottle. Store away in a cool, dry place. It will keep good for years. It is ready for use as soon as it's made, but the flavor is better after a week or two. Should it not appear to keep, turn it out and boil it up with a little additional ginger and cayenne. 
For immediate use, the skin should be put into a wide-mouthed bottle with a little of the different ingredients, and they will be found very nice for hashes or stews. Time, four or five hours in a cool oven. Seasonable, from the middle of September to the end of October. 3. 532. Ingredients. Three dozen tomatoes to every pound of tomato pulp. Allow one pint of chili vinegar, one ounce of garlic, one ounce of shallot, two ounces of salt, one large green capsicum, one half teaspoon of cayenne, two pickled gherkins, six pickled onions, one pint of common vinegar, and the juice of six lemons. Mode. Choose the tomatoes when quite ripe and red. Put them in a jar with a cover to it and bake them till tender. The better way is to put them in the oven overnight, when it will not be too hot, and examine them in the morning to see if they are tender. Do not allow them to re remain in the oven long enough to break them, but they should be sufficiently soft to skin nicely and rub through the sieve. Measure the pulp, and to each pound of pulp, add the above proportions of vinegar and other ingredients, taking care to chop very fine the garlic, shallot, capsicum, onion, and gherkins. Boil the whole together till everything is tender, then again rub through a sieve, and add the lemon juice. Now boil the whole again till it becomes as thick as cream, and keep continually stirring. Bottle it when it is quite cold. Cork well, and seal the corks. If the flavor of garlic and shallots is very much disliked, diminish the quantities. Time. Bake the tomatoes in a cool oven all night. Seasonable from the middle of September till the end of October. Note. A quantity of liquor will flow from the tomatoes, which must be put through the sieve with the rest. Keep it well stirred while on the fire, and use a wooden spoon. Universal Pickle 533. Ingredients To six quarts of vinegar, allow one pound of salt, one quarter pound of ginger, one ounce of mace, one half pound of shallots, one tablespoonful of cayenne, two ounces of mustard seed, one and one-half ounces of turmeric. Mode. Boil all the ingredients together for about twenty minutes. When cold, put them into a jar with whatever vegetables you choose, such as radish pods, French beans, cauliflowers, gherkins, etc. As these come into season, put them in fresh as you gather them, having previously wiped them perfectly free from moisture and grit. This pickle will be fit for use in about eight or nine months. Time, 20 minutes. Seasonable. Make the pickle in May or June to be ready for the various vegetables. Note, as this pickle takes two or three months to make, that is to say, nearly that time will elapse before all the different vegetables are added, care must be taken to keep the jar which contains the pickle well covered, either with a close-fitting lid or a piece of bladder securely tied over so as perfectly to exclude the air. Pickled walnuts. Very good. 534. Ingredients. 100 walnuts, salt, and water. To each quart of vinegar, allow 2 ounces of whole black pepper, 1 ounce of allspice, 1 ounce of bruised ginger. Mode. Procure the walnuts while young. Be careful they are not woody, and prick them well with a fork. Prepare a strong brine of salt and water, 4 pounds of salt to each gallon of water, into which put the walnuts, letting them remain nine days and changing the brine every third day. Drain them off, put them on a dish, 
place it in the sun until they become perfectly black, which will be in about two or three days. Have ready dry jars into which place the walnuts, and do not quite fill the jars. Boil sufficient vinegar to cover them for ten minutes with spices in the above proportion, and pour it hot over the walnuts, which must be quite covered with the pickle. Tie down with bladder, and keep in a dry place. They will be fit for use in a month, and will keep good two or three years. Time, ten minutes. Seasonable. Make this from the beginning to the middle of July, before the walnuts harden. Note. When liked, a few shallots may be added to the vinegar and boiled with it. Walnut Ketchup 1. 535. Ingredients 100 walnuts, 1 handful of salt, 1 quart of vinegar, 1 quarter ounce of mace, 1 quarter ounce of nutmeg, 1 quarter ounce of cloves, 1 quarter ounce of ginger, 1 quarter ounce of whole black pepper, a small piece of horseradish, 20 shallots, one quarter pound of anchovies and one pint of port wine mode procure the walnuts at the time you can run a pin through them slightly bruise and put them in a jar with the salt and vinegar let them stand eight days stirring every day then drain the liquor from them and boil it with the above ingredients for about one half hour it may be strained or not as preferred and if required a little more vinegar or wine can be added, according to taste. When bottled well, seal the corks. Time, one half hour. Seasonable. Make this from the beginning to the middle of July, when walnuts are in perfection for pickling purposes. 2. 536. Ingredients. One half sieve of walnut shells, two quarts of water, salt, one half pound of shallots, one ounce of cloves, one ounce of mace, one ounce of whole pepper, one ounce of garlic. Mode. Put the walnut shells into a pan with the water and a large quantity of salt. Let them stand for ten days. Then break the shells up in the water and let it drain through a sieve, putting a heavy weight on the top to express the juice. Place it on the fire and remove all scum that may arise. Now boil the liquor with the shallots, cloves, mace, pepper, and garlic, and let all simmer till the shallots sink. Then put the liquor into a pan, and, when cold, bottle and cork closely. It should stand six months before using. Should it ferment during that time, it must be again boiled and skimmed. Time, about three-quarter hour. Seasonable in September when the walnut shells are obtainable. The Walnut this nut is native to Persia, and was introduced into England from France. As a pickle, it is much used in the green state, and grated walnuts in Spain are much employed, both in tarts and other dishes. On the continent, it is occasionally employed as a substitute for olive oil in cooking, but it is apt, under such circumstances, to become rancid. The matter which remains after the oil is extracted is considered highly nutritious for poultry. It is called mare, and in Switzerland is eaten under the name of plain mare, by the poor. The oil is frequently manufactured into a kind of soap, and the leaves and green husks yield an extract which, as a brown dye, is used to stain hair, wool, and wood. White sauce. Good. 537. Ingredients. One half pint of white stock, number 107, one half pint of cream, one dessert spoonful of flour, salt to taste. Mode. 
have ready a delicately clean saucepan into which put the stock which should be well flavored with vegetables and rather savory mix the flour smoothly with the cream add it to the stock season with a little salt and boil all these ingredients very gently for about ten minutes keeping them well stirred the whole time as this sauce is very liable to burn time ten minutes average cost one shilling sufficient for a pair of fowls seasonable at any time white sauce made without meat five thirty eight ingredients two ounces of butter two small onions one carrot one half small teacupful of flour one pint of new milk salt and cayenne to taste mode cut up the onions and carrots very small and put them in a stewpan with the butter simmer them till the butter is nearly dried up then stir in the flour and add the milk boil the whole gently until it thickens strain it season with salt and cayenne and it will be ready to serve time one quarter hour average cost five pence sufficient for a pair of fowls seasonable at any time white sauce a very simple and inexpensive method five thirty nine ingredients one and one half pint of milk one and one half ounce of rice one strip of lemon peel one small blade of pounded mace salt and cayenne to taste mode boil the milk with the lemon peel and rice until the latter is perfectly tender then take out the lemon peel and pound the milk and rice together put it back into the stewpan to warm add the mace and seasoning give it one boil and serve this sauce should be the consistency of thick cream time about one and one half hour to boil the rice average cost four pence sufficient for a pair of fowls seasonable at any time end of section twenty five recording by belinda brown of indianapolis indiana